This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 115 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by Baseballism.com. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. Yeah. And Stack Guy Ryan. So, we're going to start the show by saying, please give us a five-star rating and review. You guys were awesome last week. Because I'm about to call all of you a bunch of idiots. Here we go. This no. is what everyone, this is all the negative reviews we get. All they do is sit there and talk about how dumb this, the fans are. Well, you know what? If you're offended by what I say, then if obviously it means you. Okay, I'm going to play, I want you to speak, and then I'm going to play devil's advocate. Speak, boy. Speak. Roof. Are okay. you doing, are you going to talk about that Aaron Judge thing you were no, telling we, us uh, earlier? We don't have to. We can get into that in a little bit. All right. Bit. I thought that's what you were going to break down. Everybody that said we didn't need the full lineup back, everybody that was feeling themselves after the sweep in San Francisco, everybody that said, oh, we don't need Hicks, we don't need Andujar, Didi, who's that, Aaron Judge, oh, uh, he strikes out too much. Okay. Oh, we scored three runs in Arizona and didn't win a game. So, I'm not going to say you're a dumb idiot if you didn't want the full lineup to come back, because that would just be mean. But... Listen, I'm going to play, I, I'm going to start by saying I agree with you, okay? However, however, just however. like we say, it's only been, you know, what, 30 games, or it's only been, ten, it was only two games. They've been on the West Coast, they've been playing their fucking asses off, they had a day off, then they play in a shit stadium, I've been there, I can say it, I can vouch for it, and then... They play a two-game quick series. One of them against Zach Greinke, who's having a really good start to his and season. They, they were deflated runs. after a really long West Coast road trip. Chris, they scored three runs. But I don't care. In two the, games. The full lineup, games. The full lineup uh-huh. scores three runs in two games uh-huh. sometimes. You know what? I'm going to go uh-huh. down with that uh-huh. ship. I'm Look, I'm not fighting you. No, but I'm, I'm gonna, just stating. When somebody wants to play devil's advocate, it's because they want to fight without the fight. No, 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 yeah. no. I want to learn how no. to throw that green. Okay, I'll say this. Change a uh, curveball. I ball. agree. I've never, I've always felt we need the full lineup back, but I also don't think it's fair to just say to these guys, they suck now because they lost two games. I don't. It's I think t- it's, it's too time. small of a sample. I think it's they've time. won too many games to just rip them apart. Against the Giants and the Angels. Okay. Now they played a Who decent cares? team. They and they lost. lost. I understand. Okay. But let's play another decent team. The, the twins who are having who a good I year. almost drove off the side of the road today when I heard that they yeah. are the best team in the American League. I mean, it's May second right now, but the twins have the best record in the American League. Did you right see? Now. I I think who's lined up to start on Sunday for the twenties? Is that Michael Pineda? Believe it'll be Michael yeah, Pineda. Is, no, it is Pineda. Yeah, that'll be cool Pineda? to see him. Pineda? Pine. Wow, that is. I never thought of that. The word pine is in I his last you name. You think he gets booed? I hope he gets booed. You want me to boo him? I'm going no, to the game Sunday. I do. do you want I me don't to boo think him? he'll get booed. I don't think. I think Yankee fans are completely think, indifferent. Yeah, to I was him. just going to yeah. say. Do you think like he gets announced and they're like, oh, oh, there he I is. I remember this jerk. I off. guarantee you, you'll get some boos though. 
definitely. It's supposed to be a crummy day, but it is bat day, so you're probably going to have a lot of people in the stadium. You say forty thousand. I would say I would venture to guess twenty eight thousand. Do you those think people. they're only going to turn out forty thousand people? It's supposed to be a nice day. No, it's supposed to be a crummy day. Oh, okay. It's supposed 20, to be like twenty eight thousand are of those forty thousand are going to be like are going to not even remember that Michael Pineda was a Yankee because most people don't even watch. <laughs> you got okay. We talked about the whole Fenway thing. They're going to be like who? One thing about Fenway Park is that it's filled with. People who are paying attention to the game. When you go to these games, if you're a true Yankee fan, does it not piss you off when it's like a three to one game in the eighth and, and, the, doing and the, the stadium's wave. doing the wave? Oh, I want to. Uh, That's listen, and and most of those people are just people who are in the city. They want to go to a Yankee game, and that's great. That's fine, but you're you get a lot of people going to Yankee Stadium as a tourist attraction. Oh, this is what they brought this up on the fan earlier today and it annoys me to no end that the Yankee Stadium is a tourist attraction. Like go to City Field if you just want to catch City baseball. City Field's a beautiful stadium. If you if you're a tourist from Europe and you want to go to a baseball game in New York, go to City Field. I guarantee you that you'll have a lot better time navigating yourself when there's eight thousand people in the ballpark every day. You know, Yankee fans were you know the ones that are there. They we want to be there to watch a baseball game. I don't want to be distracted by the wave and a two run. I don't care if the Yankees are losing at that point and they struck out twenty out of twenty seven times. That they could possibly do so. I don't want the way. I don't even care if it was if the Yankees were losing thirty to one, okay? And everybody on the team came down with some type of uh, calamity. I don't want to see the wave at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. but you can't control that. You know shit. what's kind of been overlooked with? I this mean, you could, but then you'd go you to could. jail. <laughs> right, right. No, take care of it on that how, day. How great. Have these fans been on the West Coast? You got to give them some credit. Oh, no, y- you know what? These games are like they're playing at Yankee Stadium, we guys. Got, we should really start by saying CC Sabathia hit the milestone, the three thousand strikeout milestone. No, 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 that's not the biggest milestone. That John Ryan Murphy will oh, yeah. live in, in Yankee infamy. lore now for two great moments. He was mm-hmm. the final man to ever catch um, Mariano Rivera. Correct. Looked like he. We the famous picture where he just was like, "What the hell am I doing?" That they here? cropped him out of they in the official and the official the official publication of the photo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now John Ryan Murphy was the three thousand strikeout. He was also his twenty five hundredth. By oh, the he way, caught his twenty. Oh, yeah, he, he caught, caught his twenty five hundredth. But awesome! So congrats congratulations to John Ryan to John Murphy. Ryan Murphy, and congrats to one of my favorite Yankees of all time. Honestly, Cici I cannot Sabathia. wait for the Yankeeography of John Ryan Murphy. It's going to be f- fantastic. Um. I'll tune in. But talk about talk about <laughs> talkman about it. Talk. Let's talk. Talk man. about a um, talkman about a guy that oh, hasn't Jesus had a Christ, hit. Jesus Christ! I week. can't even talk. Talkman. Talk. Uh, talk about an away stadium just really making it feel like it was home. And I know there were a lot of Yankee fans there, but there were there were more Diamondbacks fans at that at those two games. And they really showed a lot of respect to CC Sabathia. I thought that was pretty cool. Karsten. Arston Charles. It did kind of suck that he gave up a home run two batters earlier, though. Flores. And he was kind of like giggling with the umpire at first base. He right? was pissed. He said he said that when he was coming off the mound, he was more pissed that he didn't get a strike call than uh, yeah. 
he was he so was worried really, about yeah, that. He was that he really wasn't that he was that. caught up in the moment that he didn't get caught up in the moment of striking out three thousand. And then I guess he saw his son and Rye quality quality treat, uh, tweet. I think it was from the official MLB it was. Uh, account that yes. they said CC, we love you three thousand. That's great. That was it didn't say quali- CC. It just said we love you. 3, we love 000. you, comma three thousand. Yeah. That's quality because awesome. it had right the kid. It had his kid reaching out, for and him. that didn't even hit me. That's why they, that didn't even hit me until later on when I initially saw it. I said, "Oh, that's fun, just to tie the Avengers into what just happened." But then I saw he was hugging his son, and I was like, "Ah, eh, there." We, so now there was a double tie in there. But you know, Ryan and I will talk about that in a little. I while. think. Um, <laughs> I think Cece got pretty choked up. During his uh, post game, he was crying uh, yesterday when he was doing the pregamer with Susan. With Susan, Susan was like, "I'm gonna cry," and Cece's like, "I'm gonna cry too." Wow, really? In the pre? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cece got pretty choked up. He didn't like really show it. He put his head down for a couple minutes and then got and then you know started talking again. So here it is: the big debate. Where's where's his final resting place as a baseball player? Is it in Cooperstown? Or is it just, I've, yeah, he was really good. I know a lot of people this week, a lot of the mainstream uh, sports talk shows were discussing this over the last few days since he since he hit the 3,000 mark. And they kept saying, they kept reiterating, we're not putting him down. He's had a great career, but they're comparing him to guys like Ron Guidry, who they think Ron Guidry had a better uh, career than him and didn't make the Hall of Fame. And, and all these guys. CeCe's a compiler! I just think he's a compiler. And, and then at one point, I think it was Evan Roberts. I'm not sure. Probably was because he was going off on. But it. At, at one point, he, no, it wasn't him. It was someone. I, it might have been Joe, actually. They were saying, like, you know, if you break down his seasons, he's his dominant, his good, his great years weren't necessarily dominant. It was Carlin, that douchebag. And then and then in the <laughs> same breath. He goes, you know, yeah, he's close to 250 wins, has 3,000 strikeouts, has a World Series championship and a Cy Young award. And I'm going, well, what are you reading off right now? Because ALCS MVP in 2000. In my, yeah. uh, you know, and he carried, he did carry the Milwaukee Brewers team to the postseason and he was an ace. He was an ace on the Brewers, the, the Indians and the Yankees at one point. And I'm going, you're, you're describing. A Hall of Famer, in Even my opinion. Even if you take into account 13, 14, and 15, where he did not pitch well for the Yankees. His lowest ERA in those three years was 4.73. Uh, what the hell happened in 2000? He had to have been hurt, right? Because it's only, yeah. only showing he pitched 46 innings that year. The What? 2014? 2014, yeah. He, yeah, he only played eight games that year. What happened to him that year? Was That the, that was the knee. That was, was that the w- initial knee year, I think. What year was that? 2014? Yeah. Uh, even if you look at those three years and you take those into account, this is one of the best free agent signings that the Yankees have ever had. Oh, yeah, by far. Not just for his performance on the field, but just everything CeCe's meant to this team. And and he's he's just loved throughout baseball yeah, by knee, the huh? media. That was a degenerative knee. Degenerative knee. All right, so take your Yankee cap off for a minute. No. What do you think? I mean... It's tough to take the Yankee cap off, but, dude, I don't know, man. I... I like to compare his numbers with Mike Messina's, and they're very, very similar. And Mike Messina was, you know, I don't think put he into gets, the Hall of Fame. I don't think he should get in on the first ballot. But again, I agree. And but then again, you got to look at who else is on the ballot in five years from now. He doesn't scream first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's scream. He, he is a guy 
that should be there eventually. Yeah, Look, I think he should get I'm the it. Type, Before he dies. I'm the guy, I'm the type of guy Not who, saying that CeCe's going to die soon, but sometimes these guys, they wait 20 uh-huh. years to put him in and they're friggin' dead. Mm-hmm. So they never know that they get into I'm, the Hall of Fame. I'm the kind of guy who, as much as I want to see the new writers come in, and I do want to see the steroid era guys eventually make it, I do want to see some change in that regard. I'm still more about tradition. Like, there's certain golden ticket items that when a player hits them, Players. It's just a lock. Players. I think three thousand strikeouts, no matter how long he's played or con- mm-hmm. you know would continue to play. I know he's retiring, but I think when you hit that milestone, that's it. That's your golden ticket. He's what the only the seventeenth pitcher to hit that milestone. Third left-hander, third lefty. I mean, I mean who if, are the other two? Randy Johnson. I think Steve Carlton's. Yeah, it was Steve Carlton. If you're a batter stuck at four hundred and seventy five home runs and you extend your career, you know, three years too long to get to five hundred, you're making the Hall of Fame. You are. It's a golden ticket item. It's it's a it's a shoe in. Five hundred doesn't mean what it used to, though. Sorry, it just doesn't. But you know what I mean. If a guy's at four seventy five and he plays four more years to get twenty five home runs, no, he shouldn't get in the Hall of but Fame he does. at that point. But he does. But he shouldn't. But he does. Maybe. We don't know. We we have to see that situation pop up again. I think with the 3,000, given the history I mean, if you're a Hall of Famer and it voting, takes you four years to hit 25 home runs, you're averaging, what, six home runs a year? You should get in the Hall of Fame for that? Hey, I mean, Derek Jeter hit how many? He was a compiler. Well, who was the guy that just got in this past, or it was the last time, that it was more oh. of the fact that he had a long career that got him there. Was no, that Reigns? Yeah, because his uh, his friends were on the Veterans Committee. He had an 18-year career, right? Sucks. Yeah, his numbers weren't that great, but he was a compiler. Not that Harold Baines was a good Major Harold League Baines. Baseball player. But here's player. the thing. Okay, he doesn't good, belong. Yeah. Any, the only way Harold Baines should get into the Hall of Fame is he buys a ticket like the rest of us. But here's the thing, right? You want to isolate the 3,000 strikeouts, fine. But when you expand when you expand the horizon there and start looking at what else CC has accomplished, when you mix it in with that He's 3, got to get 000, three more wins. He I think you're to- right, though. I do. I think you're right. I think that he will make the Hall of Fame, but he certainly won't be a first ballot Hall of Famer. If he gets a 250 with 3,000 strikeouts in this How era, many wins is he at right now? 247. Oh, I- Absolutely. I know wins don't mean what they used to, but for him to be at 250 with 3,000 strikeouts, he's going to have, unless he go, completely goes off the rails, he's going to have an ERA, career ERA around 3.7. Weren't some of those Indians teams not that great? No, they weren't. That's why he got traded. But what I'm saying is he had a lot of wins a couple of those years. Look at this. With a really shitty Cleveland Indian team from what I can remember. You're going to make... You won 19 games in You're going to make CeCe's case off of 2008 and 2009. With 2008, he he got traded somewhere, put a team on his back... Literally. Yeah, that was something else. To get them to the postseason, knowing that he was going to be a free agent, and then went, signed the big money deal with the Yankees, and immediately delivered a world championship to them. Immediately. 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 Yeah, what and he did with the Brewers was you nuts. You know what? In 2010, he pro- he even had a better year in 2010 than he did in yeah. 2009. 21 and 7, 3.18. 2011, 19 and 8, 3 flat. He for the first four years he was here, he was phenomenal. And then I get you know 
13, he wasn't good. And then, you know, 14 and 15, he had his issues. And then look, look at the way he reinvented himself. Since he came back from the alcohol issues in 2015, the guy has not pitched to an ERA above four. His highest ERA is 3.9. And you know what, too? I was thinking about this the other day. How many pitchers, before you say, how many pitchers can lose what made them great and in, in, in some ways be better? Well, I can think of two. One of them being CC Sabathia. And the other one was another big lefty that pitched for the Andy Yankees. Andy Pettit. Yeah, and I really, I, I can't Andy think Pettit of anybody really, else. I think Andy Pettit really talked him through that whole process. He talked him. him he talked him. But here's one thing I've been thinking about listening to all the CC critique over the last couple of days. Guys are comparing him now. You have guys like Jacob deGrom, right? Who have a dominant year with a one, what was it? One, six, seven. He ended with something like that. ERA guys back when CC was an ace. Back in those years, they didn't pitch to when one he won ERAs. His Cy, when he won his Cy Young Award, uh, nobody had a sub three ERA in the league. Wow. And, and that's my point. I mean, aces weren't the same as they are now. Aces now, aces back then were guys who went deep into games, won a lot of games, but didn't necessarily pitch to that one ERA. You had Jacob DeGrom go out there every single game last year and barely give up a run. Look at that. He pitched 253 innings in 2008, pitching on three days rest to get the Brewers into the postseason. And then what? Oh, nine. And, and then look at that. Two With the Yankees, 230, 237, and, and 237 again, 200, 211. I mean, the lot, and that, you know, so when he came over here and he was in his prime, even that year, that 2013, where he wasn't great, he still took the ball and gave you innings. And that's got to be, you know, that says something about it. Absolutely a guy. does. It absolutely does. I, at the end of the day, first ballad, no, but eventually I think CC is a Hall of Famer, especially when he hits that 250 mark. Of wins. That was a shame in 2016. He had a losing record when he, he pitched his ass off in that year. But I, you just touched on this. I mean, every year since he's really come back from the alcohol issues, he's had a lower ERA every single year. He's lowered his ERA. He's been, listen, I know he's dealt with his, his personal issues and his injuries, but when CeCe's on that mound, man, he's been really reliable for this team, even in, even in the latter part of his career. And, and that says something for me. I say yes. I mean, he's a fifth starter right now, and you can't you can't find many fifth stars that are better than CC Sabathia. You really can't. You can't. You would you would have. You could even if you ranked starters one through five. Who's your one, two, three, four, five? He would be better than a good majority of four starters four in this league. The problem is people don't know. Again, I go back to isolating. And not that a fifth starter should make the Hall of Fame, but I'm just saying this no. is a guy that went from being an ace to now he's a back of the rotation guy, and he's not just there to pitch every fifth day. The Yankees rely on him for big innings, even if it's yeah. five, to win games. Like like Jason Vargas with the Mets. The Mets. Oh my God. The Mets are just Ew. hoping. Oh, the, when Jason Vargas takes the mound, the Mets are just hoping that by the third inning, he's dead. That not that he's dead, not that uh, that they have a realistic shot of not losing by ten runs in that game. Yeah, and most of the time they're they're let down. When CC Sabathia takes the mound, even though he's a fifth starter, the Yankees are still hoping that they're always winning in that it. game. Yeah, and they're and they always are uh, most of the time. But it goes back to kind of what I was saying last week or the week before with isolating certain feelings. People look at CeCe now and they and they think they they try and reflect on his greatness and they see the fifth starter CeCe and they try and compare that to some dominant ace and they and they look at 
how he's you know transformed from an ace to a fifth starter and it's almost like he's overstaying his welcome he's, in the but league he's but he's not he's really not you have to just take it now he had to reinvent himself and and look what he's done since since that time he could probably get a job next year he 100% could you got to see how the rest of the season shakes out he, but he could probably get a job with the yankees next year I don't know. Listen, I might have to cut ties. Oh, listen, I'm not saying that if he decided not to retire to sign him. I'm saying that it wouldn't be the most unrealistic thing in the world, given the injuries we've had all year and, you know, the question marks of our. That's why when you argue with people, why did we sign CeCe? I mean, you resigned him to be your fifth starter and the guy is pitching. Right. I know he's had, what, four starts this year? Three or four starts. Mm-hmm. He's pitching to two six ERA for a fifth starter by four or five starts. Whatever you should you should have close to a four ERA. So take it for what it is. In four starts, he that ERA could be through the roof, and it's not. It's not. He's all right. Here's his game logs right now. Uh, he's four starts. He's not going deep in games. That's what's hurting right now. But five five that. five. And actually, this past pitch week, into the six. He pitched into the six five and a third. Uh, he got. Earn runs allowed zero zero four and two from your fifth start. If you if you segmented the season, let's say he makes twenty four starts, you segmented the season in the six cat, you know six uh, whatever six segments. That's that's easy for me to come up with. You're not going to take this every time. Yes, and look, play back all of our episodes. A little worse. Play back all of our episodes when we when we discuss CC. We said five innings. Maybe if we're lucky, he goes into the sixth. And then I said, if you really want to push it, he's having a really good day. Maybe we'll see him in the seventh once in a while. But five innings of only giving up a couple runs with the bullpen that we're supposed to have. You got to take that out of your fifth starter. Would you rather him go six every time but give up four or five runs? I'd rather see five innings and two or three runs and turn it to the bullpen. That's all I want out of CC. I want your best five innings, and then if you got gas left in the tank, then you can come out for the six. That's mm-hmm. it. But I want I want his best five innings. Absolutely. And what's you know, again, this is what we didn't want. This is what happened last year that we didn't want to have happen this year. Is you didn't want to rely on CC being more than your fifth starter, but unfortunately, we have to do that again because nobody can find where our aces. It's so frustrating. And the guy that we thought we might step up and be the ace has been even more frustrating than the fact that our ace is injured. And that's Masahiro Tanaka, who after the first... Brian, bring up his yeah. game logs, please. You just call him Brian? No. Brian. After his first couple starts where we even said on the show, you know, this is a guy that is stepping up in the absence of the ace not being there. And then what's he done? He hasn't been... He has not been good. Look at this. Against the White Sox. Five runs in uh, four innings. Then the Royals. Uh, that wasn't that bad of a. That was. A that good was a good start. start. That was a good start. Okay. And then the the Angels start was good until innings. the sixth inning and he and imploded. Then there, the Angels, right? This is a bad baseball team. This okay. is a bad baseball team. The Yankees staked him to a four run lead and he couldn't hold it. All right. Can we be fair though for a second? No. Can we please be fair? What he's had six starts. Four of them were pretty phenomenal. Two of them were awful. Seven, were seven awful. starts, right? Three of them. He's given up one earned run in four out of the six. Three. His start against the White Sox was awful. His start against the Angels was awful. And his start yesterday was oh, awful. Oh, I'm not looking at the... You missed the sorry, seventh Seven. One. Okay. 
So I got home late yesterday. So since April 14th, his fourth start of the year, he's, he, you know, he's, other than against the Royals. Since April 14th, his ERA is over six. Yeah, that, I mean, that's not good. Uh, I got home late yesterday. I got home around 4.30 yesterday. The game already started. So instead of missing, this is my new thing now. Instead of missing any of the game. You're I just, a taper. I'm, I'm a taper now. I'm going to become a taper too. You should. You got a tape. And he just, he just fucking yeah, aggravated man. me. He just aggravated the shit out of me yesterday. I couldn't watch him pitch. I fast forward. I'm glad that I taped the game because I fast forwarded through him he pitching. He was very difficult to watch. And, and you hold your breath because the guy just has not figured out how to keep the ball in the park. You, That's fine, though. I don't mind if he gives up the occasional home run because with his arsenal, with the split, if the splitter doesn't split, it's a, it's a BP fastball. And you understand that. But dude, what do you what do you have like seventeen pitches in the first inning yesterday, which is fine, okay. And then I look up after the second inning, he was almost at fifty. Like, what yeah. do you do? Like, come on, if you're gonna give up runs, be economical about it. But let's go back to your statement just now. And when- then and then look at. Did you watch the game yesterday? Yeah. How many guys was he up o two on yesterday? Yeah. And couldn't put him away. A lot. That's a problem. That is a problem. You look but, up but 0-2, 2 2 2 2 and then all those guys, 3-2, 3-2, 3-2. Where's his put-away pitch? Where's his he splitter? He didn't have it. Where's his he, slider? And when he's off, he doesn't have it. He's unlike other guys where, you know, if someone else... He's not like most guys. If someone else doesn't have their fastball that day, they rely on their curveball. He doesn't if have a great If someone doesn't fastball. have their curveball, they rely on their changeup. CC Sabath, I mean, uh, sorry, Masahiro Tanaka is all about one pitch. And when that one pitch isn't off, isn't on, being a splitter, he is a very hittable pitcher. He's a very, very hittable pitcher. But when it's on, he's one of the most dominant pitchers in the league because that splitter, when it's on, is absolutely filthy again would i rather him have his splitter on yesterday or game two of the american league division series obviously i would rather have it be on it's it's been on every game he's pitched in the in the postseason in his major league career so but we said this we we've said this before even though uh People think Tanaka sucks in the regular season. He doesn't. He had one, in 2017. He was he was awful. But if you look at his numbers, he's been really actually really good in the regular season for the Yankees. He right? hasn't lived up to the hype that we thought in the regular season. Mm, I wouldn't say that. But he's, he's been ser- really consistent and really consistently good. Three six. I think career, Tanaka. Yeah, right. I think Tanaka is more of the pitcher that we talked about. CC was during his prime. And when he was an ace, I think that's the kind of guy Masahiro Tanaka is. And the fact that they paid so much money and he's never really had a dominant season where he's had a low two ERA and had close to 20 wins in that season, whatever, that it does feel like a little bit of a letdown. Well, 2014 was the first year he came over here and he was 13 and five with a he 277. Hasn't even hit, when that's he hasn't when, even hit 15 wins. And that's when uh, he got shut down with the elbow thing, mm-hmm. right? But then look, he came back next year, three five one, and then this is probably his best year. Uh, pitched it was most innings he ever pitched in twenty sixteen, one ninety nine, uh, fourteen and four with a three oh seven. Seventeen he was bad, but then last year he was good, three seven five. And look, two thousand sixteen is a really good year, but it's not on paper at least is not dominant. And I think that's where you feel that little bit of a letdown because you were expecting some dominant Japanese pitcher to come over here with the money they paid for Let's be fair that I never buy into the hype of Japanese players because 90% of them, for whatever reason, it doesn't translate over here. How about Kosuke Fukudomi? Remember Mm -hmm. him? 
Mm-hmm. Not really. Exactly. He all the hype in the world. He was supposed to be better than. than uh, I remember the, the name because I think he used to say Fuckadome. No, it was. What fuck about you, uh, his name? Actually, if you spell, if you said it phonetically, it would be Fuck You Do Me. Okay, I think that's mm-hmm. what I used to say then. What about uh, Dice K? What was that Dice K Mat- Matsuzaka? Yeah. I saw a jersey. Someone was wearing a Matsuzaka. What about my boy Park? Was he Japanese? No, he was Korean. He was Korean. Uh, well, you got it, look. You really want to talk about dominant think Japanese about it. players? Outside, I can think of one: mm-hmm. Deki Matsui. Oh, Matsui, right? Ichiro. Out of pitchers, why is you really? Would be Tanaka, really, but really, really Matsui. Great- Matsui came over here at, at an uh, older age. No, yeah, like he really didn't have too many years in his prime in Major League Baseball. When he was in his prime, he was phenomenal. Dale Nomo was look, but look, I bet you he had. A, uh, I would almost bet you. I can't say this for certain, but I bet you his career array is over four. I bet you it's 4.07. It was. 4.24. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have said he was uh, again, anything above average. Again, a good pitch. He was a a good, solid pitcher. What did he throw? Two no- I bet, did he throw two no-hitters? I think he did. He might have. But, again. Yeah, I can't really think of any right, uh, really- pitchers from Japan that have So, for him to come here been elite. and... 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. So this is his sixth year with the Yankees. And four of the five previous years to pitch to an under four ERA, you know, I always, they play different. It's not, it's, people are going to take this and think that I'm racist against Japanese people. And it has nothing to do with that. It's just that they don't play the same type of baseball that we play it's here. It's completely different. Part of it is that the Japanese pitchers get an extra day off. Yeah. And they have, and smaller balls, right? I think that's in the Korean league. I don't know if it is in the Japanese league. That you do because do it different seems like balls in, in the Japanese league. Seems like the position I mean, players the that league. come over, uh, there hasn't been as many as there's been pitchers. I don't think, at least that I can think of in my head. What about Keigawa? The position players, no. the position players translate a little bit better than the pitchers, and I think the pitching culture in in Japan is a lot different. Well, when they say Tanaka Tuesday, right? Like that's just like a cool little catch phrase thing that the Yankees fans use when he pitches on a Tuesday. But in Japan, you had your own day. You didn't start every five days or every, you you even to this day, even till now. I'm not, back I'll in be the day. honest with you. I'm not up on. I think Japanese it's still baseball, the same, but yeah, I'm also not up to date. Uh, you had your own day to pitch. Like your Chris pitches Monday, Ryan pitches Tuesday, Christian pitches Wednesday. Day off Thursday, Tanaka pitches Friday, Joe pitches Saturday. Is it a fucking wiffle ball league? But that's how it was. You didn't come off of your day. That's the day you you pitched on that day. That was your day to pitch. Right. I didn't know that. So, you know, and so that's an adjustment. And I think Tanaka's handled it pretty well. And that's why, too, if you the numbers have panned out that he's pitched better with an extra day of rest is because I guess he has reverted if you to wanna, when he was in, If you uh, want to talk about it in that way... You're right. I mean, he has he has been pretty good. I think yes. You wanted him to come over here and be a shutdown ace, but when honestly, in my opinion, in my mind, knowing how I feel about the transition from Japanese league to major league, that this is as good as I could have ever hoped for. To have a guy pitch to and to being okay. Would you if, say that? Would what you if say, he wasn't a good postseason pitcher for them? I was gonna. Can you let me finish? Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. For him, would you say that he's a number two? Absolutely. For him to come over here and be a number two and be a lockdown ace in the postseason, which he has been. You can't say that he hasn't. Oh, in the postseason, he's been absolutely more phenomenal. than I could ever hope for. In that in that context, absolutely. 
I agree with that. And I think the Yankees have gotten lucky where two of the best Japanese players to, to come over in recent times have been Yankees with him and Matsui. Matsui Ichiro, was a, too, is a Yankee. What a fucking bum. Shohei Otani. Yeah, he's another one. You Darvish. Again, you Darvish. What has you Darvish yeah, ever done? No, no, you're right. I, I'm, I'm in agreement. The top nine players from Japan. Oh, pitch. Is this just? Is no, I think this is. Uh, I mean, Dice K had a, had a and few years. Koji Uehara. Yeah. He was a decent reliever. Dice K had a few. Matsui and Ichiro. Yeah, that's Tanaka a fair point. Crack the top nine. No, I didn't see all retired people. Are you uh, gonna you gonna throw know. it to our no, sponsor cause soon? Because we have actually have a new promo code we have to give out. Okay. Sponsor. I didn't know this, but the, our promo code is going to change every two weeks. So we've been just giving the wrong promo code out for the past No, it two. just expired. Yeah, let's throw it to our sponsor, huh? Now, when you go to Baseballism.com. Throw it to the sponsor. <laughs> when you go to Baseballism.com, use promo code NYYST15. Figured you would like that a little better because I think you used to always try and say MYYST15. Go to baseballism.com, use MYYST15 to save 15% on your entire order. Wait, They're starting yeah, to come out with yeah, some good yeah. uh, Yankee stuff. Uh, what? Guy we forgot. Who? Who was actually really good with the Yankees. Hiroki Kuroda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kuroda? I was going to bring him up. Kuroda and, and Matsui. Uh, Kuroda and um, Tanaka are kind of resemble one another. Statistically, That's racist. Statistically, <laughs> asshole. Okay, we'll mix a little uh, Japanese uh, racism in with baseballism.com. Oh Check out baseballism.com. I promise you, you go on this website for a couple minutes and scroll through, you will not want to turn away without buying something. Use promo code MYYST15 to save 15%. We'll kick it to them and we'll be uh, back after this. Within a game, a bond is made. He teaches his boy a game he played. Two gloves, one ball. A day at the park, and the two play catch until it gets dark. And his boy does better than he thought he would. So the two played catch as long as they could. The boy and his friends, they play in the streets. Tennis shoes and cans, no bases, no cleats. They hit home runs and they turn double plays. One great catch, and he's Willie Mays. But the sun starts to set in the old neighborhood. And they played in the streets as long as they could. The boy goes to school and plays for his team. He develops his craft and follows his dream. He has moments of glory, and he has moments of shame. But they shape his life, and they make his name. But he begins to get old, and it's understood. The boy played the game as long as he could. The boy, now a man, he has a son of his own, and he teaches his son a game he was shown. His son's first game, he sits in the stands. He yells out instruction! But it's not in his hands, and being late for the meeting was not in the plans. But a cheer for his son as long as he can. This is America's brand. This is baseballism. Do you believe in baseball? All right, we're back here on episode 115 of the NYYST podcast. Go to baseballism.com. Use code NYYST15 for 15% off your order. Oh, huh? You and should show, Chris, show people that shirt you got on. That's a nice shirt. Oh, you got porch. You got porch. That's my brainchild. You got porch. This is a great shirt. Really great shirt. You got shirt. porched. Uh, by the way, check us out on YouTube if you want to watch any of the episodes. Yeah. Type in M-I-Y-S-T. Our channel will pop right up. You, yeah. Because really, you went silent for like 30 seconds in last episode when we were showing off your shirt. <laughs> and I thought there was something wrong with my phone. Because I was listening. Uh, I know. I, I should have, have the explained audio. better that I was showing right. the people watching. 
uh, learning. Shirt I was wearing. Let's learning. bring up Hiroki Kuroda's numbers while right. we have this up here right, because cool. he was very he was very good with the Yankees. Three point. I think f- you're overplaying it just a three point. No, I'm not that he was very good with the Yankees. Absolutely not. Look at those years. Three point three two, three point three one, three point seven one. You wouldn't say he was very good with the Yankees. He was very good I'll with the Yankees. I'll take those numbers. Is he still pitching? He I, he went over to Japan. Yeah, I know. Is he still there. pitching over there? Can you find that out for me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. You know, another guy <laughs> another guy who had a shorter career, but he did make the most of it over here. He he was a really good pitcher. Again, not dominant. Not dominant. He was really good, though. 3.45 really career year rate. And you're probably going to look back at Tanaka and say the same thing one day. I think he, no, he retired in 2016. But, yeah, he, went, he left the Yankees to go back up. Uh, Pitched two years in in Japan. Did he have arm issues also? I don't think so. I don't remember. No, I don't think he ever had any serious arm issues. Do you think we ever see a day where Tanaka's elbow finally? He was gives better in? with that. That was surprising. He he, he got better coming to the American League because you look at when he was with the Dodgers, four point one seven, that one year, four point five three, and then and then you know he, maybe he was rounded into shape there. This is ERA. Oh, what am I looking at? You His were looking runs. at runs allowed per nine, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay that's not the right That's still high. Okay. Okay. Do you think that Tanaka's side. elbow ever just gives in? Okay, yeah. Probably. Uh, I hope not. Well, you know what? This is kind of what they're hoping with, with Miguel and Duhar is that they're going to let him play with the tear and just hope that it doesn't completely fucking explode on him. That's basically what it that's is. cool. Is that risky? Would you rather see them just shut him down? Well, if you shut Tanaka down, you're losing him for this year and next year. I'm not talking about Tanaka. You all right? So I'm talking about Andujar. Well, you know what? I'm not a doctor, and apparently you're not. The a Yankees doctor? would. The Yankees have to be fairly confident that worst case, it just ends up you shut him down, and it's not going to make things any worse than I if he don't just got the surgery. That playing him will he either can play or he needs surgery, and I don't think. Think based on what I understand is that him playing, even if he does need surgery, it won't. I mean, it'll just delay the rehab, but it's not going to make anything worse. So, do you think that? Speaking of rehab, though, Andujar did play in a rehab game again Thursday night. He hit a dinger. Uh, he's been hitting well down there, although he did make a couple errors in the field. So, I don't know. I don't know. Give me, give me your percent chance that you think. He comes back and he stays healthy for the rest of the year, at least when it comes to his shoulder. 62%. That he stays healthy. Yeah. That's pretty high. I feel confident that if the Yankees are actually mm-hmm. going to put him on the field. Okay, that... what if Ellsbury steps foot in the clubhouse just once while he's healthy? Uh, Ryan. Um, 13%. Let me, we'll get in one last Avengers reference before we actually do that show in a few minutes. Uh, remember the scene when they do the flyover of City Field and mm-hmm. it's desolate? Yeah. If Jacoby Ellsbury steps foot inside Yankee Stadium again, that's what Yankee Stadium will look like. <laughs> All right. Let's plug your show coming up because it's not part of MIYST. It's part of this fucking. Look at this. Oh look at this. Folks, if you're watching this episode, did right you not now, kill it? I guess it's still live. Oh, I saw it. Go to baseballism. Got him. Go to baseballism.com for your fly swatter. That fly has been bugging us for quite some time. <laughs> That's a dad joke. <laughs> uh, so, are we dropping your show tomorrow? Also, when are we dropping that show? Yeah, we can. Whatever. You, I, I, think we, I think we could. Yeah, we dude, could. drop it right now, bro. We'll drop it in the fucking past, dude. <laughs> We're gonna drop it last week. Yeah. 
But they're doing that show afterwards. It's not part. It's part of hitting hard. If you're an Avengers fan and you want to hear Ryan and, and you've I already break down, seen and you've already seen and the yeah, movie, make sure you've seen. And the you want to hear Ryan and I break down the movie? Go to iTunes. Just type in "Hitting Hard." My face will pop up. I believe I've done thirteen or fourteen episodes so far, and this one will come up and you know, it'll be better than the other ones because I'm not speaking into my goddamn cell phone for a half hour. I'm having a conversation. And I'll, with Ryan. And I'll be in it. Yeah. So I'm going to be nice. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, before we wrap up though, uh, Troy Tulowitzki. He's done, right? He left. He had, they're going to cut ties with him. Uh, Wednesday, yeah. he left his rehab game with tightness in his calf. I haven't heard an update as of recording right now, but goodbye. You tweeted something from the main account. Uh, you can follow us at MIY Sports Talk, by the way. Uh, you tweeted something that he he was removed from the rehab game, and someone commented, good signing, Cashman. And I said, <laughs> the pen Cashman signed him with was probably worth more than the actual contract they gave the guy. That's why we got him. If he was, if, if we had to sign him to a real contract, he wouldn't have been signed. This was a low-risk deal that... We knew this was very likely to happen, but at $500,000, when your shortstop's out for the entire year, how do you pass up on that? You don't. And you the, don't. Pro- the reason why it's worse is because they could have gotten Machado, man. Everybody else got hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Manny Machado, I have no idea what he's up to, and I don't really care to be honest Manny with you. Machado. But the fans that think that we're trading Andujar now because Gio Rochelle has played a good two weeks of games are... They're almost as bad as the people that want to trade Aaron Judge. You think now, and I said this to somebody that wanted to trade Miguel Andujar. You really think that Brian Cashman passed on Manny Machado for Miguel Andujar and is now going to trade him because Gio Rochelle has been hot for three weeks? Duh, that's what happens, right? We're so caught up in the moment that we have to just be irrational about what's he, it. What's he doing right now? Hitting two thirty six. Yeah, we definitely should have signed. He him. started slow Five last year, runs, though. Remember? RBI. Yeah, he did. Start. He did start extremely slow, and he totally. And that's it not off. exactly a hitter's haven out in San Diego. No. Um, I'm hearing dingers. some rumors starting to circulate that the Yankees will, in fact, um, I don't know what word to use here. Maybe be aggressive um, it, with their talks with Dallas Keuchel after the trade. Whatever, whatever's the whatever you said. And you said, what? What, what? "Who said that?" Yeah, Who said that well, they were? you said it to me in the car too. Yeah, what? It's July fifteenth or something it's June like that. 15th, June and 15th, what? Ex- who said that they the trade compensation, in- <laughs> draft pick compensation? The, yeah, right, yeah. Right, who right. told you that, that you, they wouldn't? Yeah, yeah, you said that. I, yeah, but now you know somebody with a blue check mark says it is. I, I yeah. What's up with that, you. bro? I believe we've you. been preaching this. Did I fight you on that? Like 2018, bro. Yeah, we did have a we did have a solid conversation. No, 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 no. I was. I wasn't saying you were wrong. I was saying that for me personally, I wouldn't let that be, uh, you know, something that stopped you know, me. You know, an John obstacle. Heyman throws shit to the wall and says the Yankees would be interested in Dallas Keuchel after draft pick compensation. Bob Nightingale. Duh. Duh. I said that three weeks ago, you dumbass. <laughs> you were listening to Boomer and Geo this morning? A little bit. They were ripping that journalist. Oh, the guy that said that Kevin for Durant SNY. would go to... Yeah. Uh, the-, the headline was like, report... Uh, Kevin Durant, you know who else? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Who, uh, we'll consider the we'll Brooklyn consider Nets. the the Brooklyn Nets. And then the article was just about them possibly consider. And then he and then you know the article blew up. And Gio's like, "Is this all you have to do now?" To kind of, kind of. 
Well, we've seen people try to get Twitter famous by just saying random. But you shit. know what? That's and it made me think about this because think about it, right? Before you say that, right? Kevin Durant could Kevin Durant would would uh would consider the Nets. Kevin, you pretend you're Kevin Durant for a second. Cool. Kevin, would you consider going to the Nets? Yeah, sure. Did he just not consider going to the Nets? <laughs> Absolutely. Was it really fucking serious that he considered nope. it? But am I lying? I nope. think about it. I would think about it. And now here's what I was just going to say. As much of a douchebag as he is because he was just trying to make a name for himself, I kind it kind of makes me respect Dan Clark a little more for what he did because at least he came out and said, this is going to happen. If it doesn't, you can shit all over Why is me. he still tweeting? But he shouldn't be tweeting. Like, that should have been it. If you want to throw your neck out there on something that big and it, and it falls through, like, so awfully, it, you should just stop. But at least he stuck his neck come, out and, and, and made a statement. Come back with a burner account. And made a statement and didn't. He didn't want to. He didn't fall back he's got a blue it. check mark and he didn't want to lose it. That's but why. there's plenty of people that are well-respected that never give you a definite statement. Never. They never put their neck out there. And that's why I respect our buddy Dan Federico so much, because when he's going to come out and say something that is that is a big news item, he sticks his neck out. And you know what? Since he's dropped a few big things, he's been accurate every single time. We actually have to. We should reach. We got to get Dan on. I was supposed to have Joe on uh, last week, but it was Easter. Well, Joe's Joe's big time now. Yeah, Joe Rivera. Joe Rivera is high time in us a little bit, I, I think. So, Mister Dizone over there. Speaking of the zone, you guys going to come over and watch Canelo Alvarez fight on Saturday? If you really want me to, I I would absolutely enjoy that. Is it against uh, my boy Fury? Oh, wait. Is no. this the rematch? No, no, no. Oh. Can, you, know, you know Canelo Alvarez is not the same guy that we saw fight. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember I really wait, loved that fight. Wait, who Tyson Fury fight? Uh, who did Fury? It was Fury. Deontay Wilder. That was, a, that oh, was okay. a fight that we watched. That was actually a really was a entertaining night. This is supposed to... I mean, for whatever reason, Cinco de Mayo weekend has become a big weekend for boxing fights. And Canelo Alvarez is fighting on DAZN. He's fighting uh, Danny Jacobs. And I asked my friend, who's a big boxing fan, because the last time Canelo fought on... You didn't ask me anything about boxing. You're a big... I said my friend that's a big boxing fan. Oh, you have other friends? Yeah, I do. Uh, he's going to get triggered now. So we'll just leave it <laughs> I said to him, I said, because the last time Canelo fought on DAZN, he fought a tomato can. And the fight was over in three rounds. I said, is this guy a legit fighter? And he's like, no, no, no. This dude is fucking legit. The Zone is his name? No, The Zone is the streaming service that you watch the fights on now. Okay. I'm getting there. So I figured that I already subscribed to it, that you could just come to my house and watch it. You know, Canelo has... I would, he, I would really enjoy that. Highest paid athlete in sports. Yeah. Canelo Zone. He <laughs> has an exclusive fighting contract with them. All his fights are on there. Oh, that's who you were comparing to the Mike mm-hmm. Trout? Five years, 11 fight deal, $365 million. So he's got to fight twice a year. That's why he was fighting. A t- that's why he's got to yeah. fight a couple tomato cans yeah. because he's got he's going to be fighting twice a is year. Is that a boxing term? Yeah. You don't know what a tomato can is? No. Do you get out of the house at all? Bro, no. Okay. But if that was, you know, it's like. Is that the Cars for Kids theme? Yeah, probably. My daughter sings that just Don't. in the car. She wants me to play it. What would you do if if the if the phraseology Don't. tomato can came up on Jeopardy? You'd be lost. What is? Tomatoes. No, I'd say what is tomato can. I said what. Like, I don't really watch Jeopardy, but Chris it would is be, good at Jeopardy. But I'll it would give it be to him. Like, I'm better than him, but, but it he's would good be at like, 
a boxer that is really bad. And then they give you the answer. You have to answer it with the question. A boxer that is a pushover, easy fight for the opponent. What is a tomato can? That's how it would work. Okay, Johnny will accept it. Thank you, Johnny. Tomato. Tomato can. It's not a tomato tomato. can. It's a tomato can. I say tomato. I actually reached out to my boy James. I wanted him on my my. uh, You know, you shouldn't have done that because he answered you. Now you you've directly influenced what happens from here on out in his life. What do you mean? Who's James? Didn't he contact you back? That's all we've been talking about. So now, if he loses tonight or tomorrow, he's a loser. It's on your. It's on you right now. He's done. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Did he answer you? Yeah. What did he say? He said, right now, I just have to respectfully decline because of all the media outreach that he's been declining right now because he's trying to spend time with his family. AKA, he doesn't know who you are. Yeah. Absolutely not. But no one knows who he is. You don't even know who he is. He's some jerk off that won a million dollars on A million. He's about to win two million soon. (laughs) On Geo. I call call it Geo Party. Two million million in about 20 days. Smart people call it Geo Party, okay? I read that in my encyclopedia. One of the categories the other night was potent. Portables, potent potables, but they show potent potables in the background during the theme. Potent potables. All right, what the fuck are we talking? All right, about? so before we come back and record Sunday night after bat day, which I might beat somebody with a bat, you never know. You never know. Bring it here. You can you can use the bat, and I'll use my fists. I'm not under fourteen. I can't get a bat, dude. I'm telling you, shave fight the a beard, kid, and get the bat. I'm Bring a lolly, a get a lollipop a or something. Kid, Have a lollipop in your hand. I'm see. Talk with I'm the taking list. my cousin and his daughter to the game. I'm taking my but cousin. grow the beard. I'm taking my cousin's. Just have a mustache. Can I have bat? So I want a bat. Here's what I'm going to do. Sir, you're in your 30s. Close to 40s. I'm going to make sure she forgets the. I'm driving because, you know, my cousin's a reckless animal, but he can't drive over to George Washington Bridge, right? So I have, I'm taking him, right? So I'm going to make sure she forgets the bat in my car. And then when he calls me, I'm going to be like, Mm-hmm. Never bought the bat in my car. I don't see a bat. What the hell are you talking about? That's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. All right. So before we come back and record on uh, Sunday night, will Miguel Andujar be wearing Bronx? I hope so. Will be wearing his pinstripes in the Bronx? I hope so. Yeah, Almost. I think so. The fact that he's rehabbing now and he's gotten some games in, he's he's going to be good to go. We're in. We're back. I didn't hear. I mean, I, I think we should heard... expect it. Yeah, right? we should. If it, if he's not, then I that's think it's a fair concern. to expect. It. I think if he's playing in right? a rehab game on Thursday, which is tonight, I don't. Know, I doubt he'll be in the lineup Friday. I think they would give him the day to see how he recoups, and I think Saturday is the day. If Miguel Andrade is not activated on Saturday, I think we have a problem. Yes, I agree. And uh, can I just say one last thing before we wrap up? Aaron Hicks, quick update. Aaron Hicks finally got into a game today, extended spring training, hit a home run. Dinger. Uh, but I haven't heard that whether or not that was just a hologram of Aaron Hicks or the real person. Me neither. I can't confirm. Can, can I confirm. just say one last thing before mm-hmm. we wrap up? Uh, Luke! My boy. Yeah, Officially he's pretty my awesome. boy. Officially in. Officially the guy. Hey, why do we have Luke Voigt on this team? Chase because Greg Bird's a piece of shit. No, no, no. Why is Luke Voigt on the Yankees? What Brian made Cashman. What made Brian Cashman sniff around our, uh, St. Louis's dumpster to pick up Luke he Voigt? Had, Greg he had Bird some type sucked. Factor. Chasing Shreve sucked. It was all in the analytics. I think that. I think we should incorporate that into our theme. Uh, two designs of a brand new Luke Voigt shirt should be hitting. Yes. When? Okay. So. I had to do a couple things, and then I was like, 
They're continuing to lose. It's just never a good time to try and get engagement in fans. I was thinking tomorrow during the day I'm going to drop that tweet with the with the two shirts um, because I figured people are a little bit more removed from the shitty Arizona series. Although he had a good series. He did, but at the end of the day, it's just not a good time to get engagement from Yankee fans. Unless they want to trade Aaron Judge. Which I got, I don't even know how I got myself caught up in that that rabbit hole today. Uh, here, here's basically what because it comes you down. get too, you get too worked up. You know what it was? I was sitting down. The dog was sleeping. My wife wasn't home. I can only watch nine episodes of How I Met Your Mother in a row, so I really didn't have anything to do before it came but, um, over but, here. Um, but um, but um, hell. And I went on Twitter, and one of our good writers, Beth, came tagged me in this, that this guy wanted to trade Aaron Judge. So I was like, yeah, I'll indulge him. This is the package that he put together. He said we'd trade him to the Toronto Blue Jays. For, are you ready for this? I'm listening. Uh, Billy McKinney. Phenomenal. Uh, Brandon Drury. I wish he would come back, please. Uh, Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. And here's the coup de grace. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yep. And, and, and it all comes back for to... Aaron Judge. It all comes back to the fact that the new big hot name in baseball is Vlad Guerrero Jr. Everyone's excited. I think they should be. I think he's going to be phenomenal. But that's the mindset. Right? Did the Yankees Yankees make that trade? They made the uh, trade? No, that guy, I put it in the MLB so show just, sim- simulator and it was rejected. So Judge simulator? is still on the simulator. Simulator. Yeah, let him say simulator. Simulator. What the f- you want me to throw this? What is it? This sign. You want me to throw it? Don't throw, Don't throw my sign. Okay, then shut your mouth. I love that sign. Uh, Did you get me that sign? No, I didn't. I put, I gave you everything else on this fucking table. If though. everyone watching can see this Aaron Judge Not that Clay Davis there, bobblehead. Right here. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that was what Christian was talking about when we were just... What were we talking about when he brought that up? Know, it was either. very odd. I don't remember Something anything. sexual. And then no, he, it wasn't. It absolutely had nothing to do with sex. It was. And then you said... It might have. I have no idea. It definitely was. And then you said you got me I'm something. I'm sure because you're a prick like that, you're going to go back and find it and cut it back into the no, episode No, I won't now. do that to you. Nah, that's too much work. I, can, I won't do that to you. All right. So, Yanks, uh, Yanks are home now after a nine-game road trip. Hey, you know what? Put a bow on it. If you if you would have told me they were coming home six and three, would have signed for it. I wouldn't have believed you. I would have signed for it in, in in blood. Okay, that's how happy I would have been with it. I would have been happy with that. It just sucks that they once they started uh, six and one and then lost the last two. But you know what? And this is what we didn't bring up, and we'll say it real quick because I didn't want the show to be an hour, but it is anyway. But what Zach Britton sucks? <laughs> he doesn't suck. All right, I. I is that what you were going to say? This, this might be my Sonny Gray. I, this might be the hill I die on this year. I'm sorry I said his name, but I was so adamant positively for a stupid guy last year that that he might that Zach Britton might be my stupid guy this year. He might be. I don't right. know. It's okay. Is that what you were going to say? No. That, But I do think you're right. I do think he's going to be very good. DJ LeMayu wasn't in the lineup last two days, and they couldn't score any runs. Mm-hmm. Could have a lot to do with it. And he got hot on this road trip. Could have yeah. a lot to do with it. Another guy that the Yankees were being cheap when they signed them. A very reliable guy this year. Outside, if you take Lou Void out of the equation, who's been the Yankees MVP offensively? Not even a question. First month of this, easily, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's Voight and LeMayu. That's been their offensive production. And I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say. I know it's just one guy, but one guy can make such a huge impact in a, in a lineup that is so deflated right now compared to what it should be 
LeMayu does make a big impact. And your boy Tyler Wade over there. Uh, I'm done. Get out of here, man. I I would, I honestly, for him, I hope to God he got hit by that pitch yesterday because he got Boone ejected. So you would hope that he got hit by that shit. And he's not back in in the locker room saying, oops. Oops. (laughs) Sorry, Skip. Sorry. Oh, they still lost. So regardless, I don't think Boone really cares. I don't think he want. He got ejected for Tyler Wade, though. Right. So you would hope that Tyler Wade was right about what he got ejected over. Mm -hmm. Right. But what I'm saying is I think at the end of the day, they lost. I think that's the only thing you really get. Do you want your player lying to you and that's the reason why you got ejected? No. So don't you think Boone has a right to be pissed about that if Tyler Wade indeed did not get hit by that pitch? Yeah. Don't you think Gary Sanchez has a right to be pissed at Joe Girardi still for thinking he was lying about the I want to see them two Goes both ways, bro. I want to see them fight. Goes both ways. A, a manager should always trust his player. I want to see Joe and Gary fight. Like, that would be actually. Like I bet you Joe Girardi would win. Oh, he. I, I honestly, honestly, I think it wouldn't even be close. It wouldn't even be close. KO first round. Like thirty seconds in, not he even. Just, on he's just on his Fucking rage. That Joe Girardi rage. Yeah. He turned into like the Hulk when, as soon yeah. as he thought of thought of a pass ball, he turned into like the Hulk and he would like eat him alive, like he was uh, jaws veins, or some his veins shit. Veins would pop out. All right, so we'll be back. The Yankees are playing the best team in the American League this weekend, the Twins. It's uh, <laughs> Friday night, and then, yay, Star Wars Day on Saturday. Yes. Uh, here's, 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 here's my favorite. Here's my favorite, right? The bobbleheads that you want are limited to 18,000 fans, but the Star Wars bobblehead is 40,000 fans. So literally everybody would get one. They're they're pushing their Star Wars agenda on us. The Yankees lost two games and went to the doctor, and they prescribed the fucking Minnesota Twins to come to town. Yeah, that's always the turnaround point. Besides bronchitis, a uh, bronchitis. Do you know what else Jacoby Ellsbury has? What? He has ligma. What's ligma? Ligma balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're allowed to say that, but I had to cut out what I just said <laughs> previously, which you'll probably see a skip in the video. Oh my god! <laughs> Unreal. I want that Minnesota medicine. <laughs> and then bat day on Saturday, uh, Sunday, actually. Winning. Can we say that, Charlie Sheen? And then... Uh, winning. And then we'll be back uh, <laughs> afterwards. Hopefully the Yankees can scratch out a couple wins because uh, according to Bart Scott, they're going to win two of their next 10 games. Put me so. on record, they yeah. don't lose another game the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening to episode 115 of the NYYST podcast. Check us out on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Go to uh, baseballism.com. Follow them on Twitter at baseballism. Stat guy, Rye. Let's go, Yanks. Chris. Say goodbye. Peace.